there, you're listening to episode 10 of Let's Talk About It with Khadija Aman. In this episode, I talk to Ivan Diaz. He's a writer, producer, director, and fellow Full Sail grad. He shares what he thinks is the biggest misconception about mental health, and we talk about some of his mental struggles and how he's been able to get through them. So without further ado, I present to you episode 10 of Let's Talk About It with Khadija Aman. Enjoy! Thank you for coming in today again. Thank you for um, having me. I like to start off each interview with you kind of introducing yourself and talking about a little bit about your projects and your background yeah. and how you got into your entertainment. Amazing. Yeah, so my name is Ivan Carasquillo. I go by Ivan Diaz because it's shorter. Most people cannot pronounce <laughs> my last name, Carasquillo. But uh, yeah, um, I've been in entertainment industry since I was 15 years old. You know, I started working at different clubs in Florida and then, um, you know, as, as a videographer, taking pictures, taking videos of celebrities and artists that would go to the clubs and stuff. And it wasn't until I, you know, auditioned for a feature film that I saw that I was like in the wrong side of the camera. I was supposed to be behind the camera calling the shots, you know, creating the content and stuff. So that's where I found, you know, my new love for uh, creating and, you know, producing and directing and stuff. And ever since then, um, I've just been working on music videos, commercials been out here in California for about two years um, as, as a producer producing you know commercials um, social media content and ads and just other fun little creative stuff here and there but um but I've been working on a television series for close to seven years and and it's you know seeing the light of days little by little as each day goes by so yeah that's 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 what's been going on awesome so today we'll talk a little bit about mental health and entertainment industry yes. and i guess my first question for you is when you think of mental health or mental illness what comes to mind a few things that come to mind when it comes to you know mental health especially in the entertainment industry we are bound with you know working long hours we are you know bound with like trying to balance your social life, personal life, and then work life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes when you're working in productions and stuff, you know, you could be working for long hours that you don't get to see your family or whatever. That ruins a couple of things. And that could take a toll on, you know, on some people when they're working long hours and, and they don't have any sort of social life. And then, you know, people end up becoming depressed because they're not, you know, they're, they're just going about the same thing every single day, not finding something new to do. It's the same mundane topics of their life. So when they look in social media and they see people having fun and stuff like that, and they're not able to have that same sort of fun, they kind of start, you know, questioning themselves if, you know, if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing right, or, you know, if they're, if they're happy with what they're doing, or maybe I should quit, maybe I should move on to something else, I wanna have more freedom, I wanna have this and that. And it's just like, I just, I just feel we're just bound by a whole lot of different things that just takes a toll on us, just you know, puts us in a different type of mood, just puts mm -hmm. us in a different type of state of mind. And, you know, and that's where the big question comes in. It's like, this is something that not a lot of people are talking about. Mm -hmm. This is something that a lot of people are not noticing. You know, you could walk into set, the director might be, you know, oh, hey, everybody, we're excited, let's do this, you know, scene one, take two. But then after the day is done, they're not worried about, okay, what's gonna happen in the next two mm -hmm. days, you know? Are we going to be behind schedule? Do we have the funding? Do we have this? Do we have that? You know, and then they start worrying about things that are happening in their personal life that it's just, it, it, it just puts you in a state of mind where you just block everything out and mm -hmm. you just shut down. And I think that's something that's it's happening in the industry. What do you think that, you know, 
us being entertainment professionals and dealing with a lot of other entertainment professionals, like, what do you think we could all be doing to better advocate for, like, healthier, like, mental health practices, like, better mental health practices, and, like, where do you see, like, room for improvement in the entertainment industry where we can, you know, better advocate for a healthier lifestyle? I feel that, yes, you know, in the, in, in the industry, you have to have pressure. We all work under pressure because we only have X amount of months, X amount of, you know, days to either, you know, get the project filmed, edited, and everything else. But I think something is learning how to take a break mm -hmm. when you need to take a break, mm -hmm. hands down. If someone goes ahead and, you know, and, and want to take a break and they either ask their superior, which is, you know, an, an AD or the producer or whatever, is like, hey, I, you know, I need a break or whatever, they feel they cannot ask for that break mm -hmm. just because of that, you know, hierarchy and mm -hmm. and they think that oh I mean if I ask for a break then they think that I cannot handle the job and if I cannot handle the job then I'm gonna get fired and right. if I get fired now I have something else to worry about so it's like people often hold back from asking for a break and I'll I'll admit it like I I love working long hours I, I you know I love pushing it um, because I get into a zone but when you constant you know consistently do that and you know you produce four videos a week you know for certain people and you're like working long hours you're trying to think about a brand new idea getting ready for the next two weeks and everything it's like you don't want to tell them hey guys I need a break I need to you know I need to chill out for a little bit like I need to clear my mind mm -hmm. I need two days off mm -hmm. just because it's taking a toll on me there's been times where I couldn't do that because I didn't want them to think that I couldn't handle the job yeah and that's something that people need to like stop doing yeah is thinking that other people are going to think that they're not able to do the job just because they asked for a break mm -hmm. for their state of mind. Yeah. Because then you can't function. And if you can't function and do your job right, then you will get fired, you know? Yeah, I would definitely agree. And that's one of the things we were talking about earlier about Netflix where they encourage you to, like, make your own schedule. And they do that, I think, for the most part because they know that entertainment can be stressful. And they just started this thing called a mindfulness room where if you need a break, you just go to that room and nobody will bother you and then you know you take your days off and you can feel comfortable talking about taking mm -hmm. these days off for the reason for that reason you know like hey I'm really taking this thing hard and they just you know really encourage you so anyway because that's how you're gonna get you know better work exactly if, yeah. you know, if they're in the right state of mind you know Netflix being you know a streaming platform where they're producing a lot of projects and stuff you know it's it's I'm sure it's long hours I'm sure it's yeah. you know the, there's it's fast momentum that you sometimes need to, you know, take that break, and the fact that they're actually giving that break, it's 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 literally a breaking point in this industry for companies to do that, for studios to do yeah. that. Yeah. So you would say, like, you think like studios should be being open to having their employees say, "Hey, a hundred percent, yeah, a hundred percent." I mean, it's if if a studio or you know production company or whatever really wanted their employees to succeed and really want those employees to stay for longer times, they should be able. You know, to be able to give that freedom for the employee to choose when to take that break, mm -hmm. and not and you know and, and and not have the employee feel scared to ask for that break. Mm -hmm. I get it. You know, in some productions, you know, sometimes you're gonna be like, "I'm sorry, can you hold off for like two more hours?" Or you know, can we work something out where we do these three days, and then the next two days you're off, or you know, a short day. You know, I'll, something in order to compromise with your worker. Mm -hmm because then that's how they're going to be interested in coming to work. They're, you know, they're gonna be happy about doing their job because now they know that their boss is going to you know, make sure that they're taken care of you know, mentally and you know, stress-free. So. Yeah. 
So how do you personally like overcome your mental struggles? Is there anything specific that you do? Do you like have mantras? Do you like go to the gym? Like things <clears> like that? I have patience. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have patience. I, I mean, like I something could be going wrong, and yes, I could be eager, but I you know block that with seeing the positive side of things. Mm-hmm. And once I do that, you know, I I'm like okay. Eventually, we're gonna finish this production. Eventually, we're going to, you know, wrap up, move on to the next thing. So there's no reason to like be so stressed out. But there are times where I'm just like, either music, music, just mm-hmm. plain music, just like I either classical music or just any type of music, just just to get me off that mindset, mm-hmm. you know, of either being stressed or you know, being so so focused on on work that I'm not actually seeing, you know, the clear picture. But Hiking, hiking works. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love hiking, or um, or even just just watching a movie. Yeah, you know, just putting in a movie and just blocking everything out, being in a different world. That that you know that always helps. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I know we touched on this a little bit earlier, but what do you think is like the biggest misconception about mental health in the industry? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think people are kind of ignorant to, or people, or you think that people should know more about kind of what mental health is and like how people should be taking care of it and things like that. A lot of people, and, and, and this is just like my point of view from, you know, the way that I see things, um, you know, based off of social media and, you know, everything else. Mm-hmm. There is a problem with mental health, and I feel that the way that it's being addressed is not in the proper way of, of what the real problem is. Mm-hmm. As a freelance producer, as, you know, as, as, as someone who's, who's worked freelance a lot, you're always worried about, okay, what's going to happen next month? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? What am I going to yeah. find? You know, what's my, my next client? What's my next project? Something can come up that you weren't ready for. And, you know, that's just going like to keep bringing you down. And when things like that don't happen for you, especially in this entertainment industry where you're just like, you know, you really want to be something, you know, you want to be a cinematographer, director, producer, whatever. Projects often don't happen. That puts you in the state of mind where you're just like, that's it. You know, I have nothing going for me. I don't have... Like like my life is is going downhill. You know I'm not gonna be successful. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be this person that I really want to be. That I've been you know put you know showing people that I really am. But you know I'm not accepting it or whatever. Like you're gonna get to a point where some people either fall into drugs or get to a point where they commit suicide because they just feel that they're not perfect enough. That mm-hmm. they didn't accomplish enough. Mm-hmm. Um, that they didn't get to where they wanted to be. And that's something <clears throat> you know that a lot of people are. Are, that's happening in this industry, you know. Or if you're a celebrity, celebrities nowadays, you know, for example, um, you know, uh, what's his name, uh, Kit Harrington mm. from from you know Jon Snow from mm. Game of Thrones, like he had to check into rehab, oh, yeah. you know, and and because it takes a toll on you, you know, people look at you, people are looking at you, people are expecting things of you or whatever, and we're so focused on other people you know, other people's expectations that that puts us into the state of mind where I'm just like, oh, I'm supposed to make everybody happy. So I'm supposed to be looking good for everybody. I know you yeah. don't. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Find ways. There's always going to be a way for you to find, yeah. you know, what you really want to do and find that passion and keep that momentum going and everything else. But people don't see that. People, when when you're depressed or, or, or you know, when you're feeling like I'm no good for anybody, <clears throat> people are going to be looking at you just like, oh, get over it. Mm-hmm. Just, just get over it. And it's like it's not get over it. It's yeah. a feeling 
that we battle every single day because we feel like we have to either impress people or make people happy or show people whatever it is and we don't i'll you know i'll be the first person to say you know that's i've i i've had times where i've battled with you know am i good enough mm-hmm. am i not doing exactly what i'm supposed to be doing where i've questioned the yeah. stuff that i was doing and i got into i i got you know i got depressed because i was just like man you know, you see your friends doing stuff, you see your friends doing, you know, certain things, yeah. and you're just like, man, I wish I was there, I wish I could be doing that, I wish, you know, like you see all of these things, and, and it's like, but the goals that I have in place for myself is different from what everybody else is doing. Mm. People want to be camera operators, people want to be yeah. cinematographers. I want to create things from scratch to show people, right. to entertain people, to tell stories, you know, to, to entertain people, to educate people as well, and it's a different path. And I was, uh, and, and I wasn't looking at what I was doing clearly enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't focusing. It's like I'm, I'm doing something way different than everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. So I somewhat took my focus off of that and started shifting my focus into like finishing my project, finding my own clients, mm-hmm. not being so focused on who's looking at me, who's commenting yeah. about me, who's sharing my stuff, not sharing my stuff, looking myself or whatever, because. When I look back at my resume and the work that I've done, I'm happy about the stuff right. that I've done. Yeah. You know, that that's that that will that's what keeps me going. That's what helps me get out of sometimes you know this funky, weird place that I get myself into when mm-hmm. I come you know when when I get depressed when something isn't happening. Yeah. But that's something that you know we have to talk about. Yeah. We have to talk about. It. People cannot be afraid of talking about it. And you know, and and I'm sure. I mean, there is there's a lot of people and and uh, you know even crew members when it comes to physical productions that are going through stuff. Grips and everybody else are the last people that have to leave because they're the ones who either mm-hmm. driving the trucks or whatever, they have the longest hours. They're the ones yeah. who get to a point where they're, you know, they're stressed out, you know, and they turn into stuff, you know, into drugs or whatever, or, or it's just like, you're not gonna get the best out of people like that. Right. You know, and we just have to talk about it. We have to be open about it and not be so scared that someone's gonna say, oh, get over it. Yeah, or, yeah. oh, that's, you know, that's just a phase. It's not a phase because it comes and goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you said something interesting earlier about like not worrying about like the views or who's seeing what and that's something that I'm learning to try to understand about mm-hmm. myself and about like my goals and stuff and like even with this podcast it's like in the back of my mind I am kind of worried about who's going to be listening to it and not because from a selfish point of view it's from like people need to hear this. Mm-hmm. But it's like the marketing I'm going to have to do on this for the as many people to hear is going to be a lot and that's going to be like probably a mental toll on me mm-hmm. so I have to prepare for that. But mm-hmm. You know, I that's my. I just hope that a lot of people listen to this. It's more for the people than for me. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? like, yeah, because you want to be able to, you know, like, you know how we were saying earlier, shedding light into certain subjects that are, you know, that are not being talked about. That's happening, you know, within the industry. Yeah, you know, there's producers out there that their, you know, films bomb. They make no money, or they lose a lot of money, and that's stressful enough yeah, because yeah. now you, it's like you have to deal with certain other people that invested in the film, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to answer, and, and it's just like, it's it's gut-wrenching, you know, and I feel that this sheds light, you know, and, 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 and I feel like this is, you'll have listeners just because this is stuff that, you know, it's current and it's happening, mm-hmm. and it's something that people sometimes, they try to find a way to cope with what they're going through, mm-hmm. so they try to find a way to relate it, and they either find, you know, podcast online that yeah. you know gives them you know a self-esteem boost or you know those inspirational videos 
people look for that. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, the more relatable you are to those people, the more success you're going to have, you know, with the podcast itself. So, I mean, definitely yeah. this is something that, mm -hmm. that it's going to be great for sure. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Um, I'm really, you know, fingers mm -hmm. crossed. So is there any, like, general advice you would give to our listeners, like, about dealing with mental health and about, like, you know, about dealing with mental health with themselves and about being that kind of friend that advocates for their other friends and partners when they're dealing with stuff? Like, yeah. is there any advice you have for them? When we focus on certain things, that's where I feel like, you know, a lot of our emotions come into play when we're focusing on something that isn't working. Um, we're focusing, you know, either whether it's relationship-wise, whether it's career-wise, or, you know, you're not feeling creative or something is not working, the, you know, the way that you thought it was going to work out. Be open about those things. Talk about mm -hmm. those things, you know. And if you do have people that when you talk about those things, they, you know, they say, you know, they somewhat brush it off or they just don't talk about it, you know, talk through it with you, mm -hmm. then you already know those are people that are not, you know, they're not going to truly help you yeah. when it comes to, you know, your darkest moments to say. But being the person that's listening to the person who's, you know, in, in need of help, be open-minded. Because, again, we don't know what they're going through. We don't know what's in their mind. We don't know exactly, you know, have how they've been feeling. But if you just ask them, like, hey, are you good? You mm -hmm. know, right. what's going on? You know, and then just, you know, ask those those questions for that person just to keep talking and, and get all those emotions out because, you know, that's that's what we need. Or if that person doesn't want to talk or doesn't want to, you know, just take them out on a hike, you know, go yeah. outside, breathe, you know, either share something with someone or go do something where you're around people. Right. You yeah. know, but don't focus so much on what's not working. Focus on what's actually working mm -hmm. because, you know, not only the fact that you're awake and you're breathing, you know, that's already a, a huge plus. Yeah. You know, that's that that's already being successful because some people don't wake up, you know, when they go to bed. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you woke up, you're breathing, you're, you know, you have energy and you know exactly what you want. And just because yesterday something didn't happen, you have today now to make it happen, you know. And <clears throat> that's how I am with, you know, my meetings. It's like if, you know, I was expecting a call. I was expecting you know, a meeting to happen a certain day. Didn't happen. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I got tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'll catch up. Yeah. Tomorrow comes. I get excited because now it's tomorrow. Now I get to do exactly what I wanted to accomplish. Yeah. Try again. We get the meeting. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Moving forward. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's always trying to look at it, you know, from a positive side. Don't focus on the bad. Focus on the good. As cliche as that sounds. Yeah. But <laughs> literally it works. It works, and just and, and and if you feel down, either talk to a family member or you know talk to a friend or, you know, be open you know about it. And if mm -hmm. people brush it off, there's always someone else to talk about right. it. Right. Yeah. Because someone is going through that same state of mind as you are, not currently, but probably have gone through it, and, and they found a way to you know move from it. Yeah, I would agree. You said something interesting about like you know, going to a place where there's other people around when you're mm -hmm. feeling like a little like funky. And I would agree with that. Um, that's always been told to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate that because I'm like, I'm, I, I have social anxiety. Like that's what I, that's what I no, struggle yeah, with. Yeah, no, me too. So <laughs> when my, like people will tell me just like go to this event or do, you know, do something where a lot of people are, I'm like, no, I, that's the last thing yeah. I want to do. But it's like, you really do have to force yourself to do that because 
even if you don't talk to anybody, just being in that space with, with different energy mm -hmm. can really help you. Definitely. Um, mentally, so I would agree with that. No, that, like <laughs> I, I have social, I mean, I, when I go out in public by myself, I have my headphones on because mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't know what to do, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> but the fact that you're getting yourself out there, you know, and you're doing it, you know, mm -hmm. that's, that's enough. You know, that's right. doing it enough. Um, I went to go see uh, Avengers Endgame by myself, mm -hmm. you know. I was, I, I've been working at home, you know, um, left my job, and, you know, was trying to focus on exactly what I wanted to do, and when, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go see Avengers. Like, I, I, I felt like I just needed to be around people. Right. And I went to a packed theater, and I was around people, and I enjoyed it because, you know, you feel their energy mm -hmm. when you're watching the movie, and, yeah. you know, you're enjoying it with a whole group of people. That it's like you don't have to interact with them, but in a way you are interacting with right, them because exactly. you're enjoying the movie exactly the same time as they are. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 I go to these like dinner parties on Sundays, and I know them all, yeah. but I just I <laughs> like I can't talk to anybody. <laughs> but, yeah. It's just like it's the craziest thing. But just being there and listening to the conversations going on, and then just eating with a group of people, and yeah. not by yourself in like a dark, depressing room, it, yeah. it is really mm -hmm. um, different. But. I like to end each interview with mm. a couple of fun questions Amazing. to, you know, get out of this you know, <laughs> depressing talk and all this stuff. No, but it's all it's all good. Mm -hmm. So my first question is, what's the funniest thing you've ever seen a stranger do? Since you talk about go going to the movies, um, <laughs> like this one. Hmm. The craziest or the strangest? Craziest, funniest, whatever. Funniest, you know. cra okay. Like, did somebody ever do anything to like just make you chuckle to yourself? Or are you just looking at them like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I mean, you have them all over LA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just go down, you know, Hollywood Boulevard and be like, okay, there you go. I mean, there's just, there's, I mean, there's different people. I kind of like the ones that like sing outside with like with their own stuff and just mm -hmm. like, oh, like yeah, yeah. and especially if they're really good singers, it's like, okay, they have, you know, they have the passion to, to do what they want yeah. to do. So, I mean, <laughs> it's not the funniest, but I think it's the most, you know, uplifting. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this might be a good one. Uh, what movie sequel do you wish you could erase from history? <laughs> or, or uh, what is it, you know, all the, all the, whether there's a third movie, fourth movie? Yeah, fourth movie? the trilogies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess I have to go with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Star Wars, but um, definitely, Episode two, I just felt like it was just not, it was just like a waste of money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get that there was like a, you know, background story of, you know, so-and-so, but I I think, it, you know, it's, they could at least remake it. I, oh, and, I mean, the CGI did not match mm. whatsoever. I mean, the CGI <laughs> number two was just, like, you could tell it was like, it was really bad. The first one was pretty good. I mean, because they, like, they used models and they used, you know, matte paintings and whatever. But they also, um, you know, use animation. But the second one was just like so bad. I felt like after they did the first one with all these, you know, special CGI's and stuff, they're like, "Oh, we could kill it." Next movie, let's do this, and it just went over the top. Mm -hmm. And I felt like they just like hit, you know, missed the mark. But mm -hmm. episode three was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah just episode two, let's just rewrite that and <laughs> reshoot it. We were talking about music earlier. Uh, if your life was a movie, what three songs would be on your soundtrack? Oh. So every time I walk into a place, definitely the Star Wars theme song. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every single place that I walk into, the music starts. <laughs> and then, hmm, I guess a classical song, uh, uh, probably a, so uh, a, a song from, um, 
from Ludovico, which is a classical um, composer. He has a lot that is like really relaxing, and especially when I'm writing and stuff, like it, it it gets me in the mood of like his every album that he puts out puts me in the mood of writing, and it just like takes me at a different adventure. So mm-hmm. one of the many songs he has, um, <clears throat> man, there's a lot. <laughs> Probably a song from the '80s because I love the '80s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jassy's girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But something uplifting one. like that, yeah. yeah that's a good or like one. when I go out in public or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's it. Yeah. Awesome. This, this (laughs) this was exciting. This was great. And yeah, I mean, this is definitely an experience, um, you know, that anybody who's listening should take in and, and, and actually experience what other people, you know, professionals in the industry and, you know, from actors to producers to, you know, anybody creative um, in the industry definitely should take a listen to because it's something that it's informative. But it's also something that people can relate to and, and, and could take in and, mm-hmm. you know, and either be that someone of help or f- be that someone that needed the help and found it, you know, through, you know, listening to this podcast. Yeah. So definitely. That is my goal. That is my hope. Again, thank you for so much for coming yeah, in. Thank you for um, having me. Really great answers. Amazing. And, I, you know, I hope people really connect to this interview. Thank you. Yeah. Amazing. That concludes episode 10 of Let's Talk About It with Khadija Aman. Did you enjoy the episode? What was your favorite part? Tweet me your thoughts at underscore Khadija Aman and use the hashtag Let's Talk About It so I can see it. You can also follow me on Instagram at Let's Talk About It 20. Hope to see you there. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes every Thursday. Bye.